Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, The Grassroot Graphics, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsor's front of shirt sponsor is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt Podcast. In our Premier Division, Northwest Wanderers 1, Mehmet Chikolata 1, Millwall Club the Football nil, the Romans 3. In the Championships, Prem Athletic 3, New World 5. Hinton under 23s nil, North London Athletic 11 and Comi Kabir 4, Barnet Borough 2. In Division 1, PS Borillix Ball 1, AFC Rosa 4, Highgate Albion Seconds 1, Trent Park 2 and Interman Razors 24-6, AFC Rose nil. Uh, yeah, bad result for us. Um, performance weren't great, Warmup wasn't great. You know, timekeeping was awful as well. Players coming late as well. And uh, yeah, Inderman Razor fully deserved their win. They were miles better than us on the day. But again, we have to go next week uh, into Division 2, Anatolians 3, Sopranos 2, Pantera 3, Deportivo 2, and Underdogs 0, Ammonia Youth 2. In Division 3, AC Finchley 2, Armenian Youth Association 5, AFC Edmonton 1, AFC Muswell Hill 4, Albany Athletic 5, NLR 0, and Northumberland Park Rangers 1, North London Athletic Reserves 2. Division 4, EFNS 3, Cricklewood 0, Camden Lock 0, Locomotive Thunder 7, Roman Reporters 2, Nissi 1, and Whetstone FC 2, Maida Via 5. In Division 5, Enfield Albion 5, Athletico Grammar 4, and Radlett Town 2, Coniach Athletic 4. In Division 6, No Ball Games 5, AFC Trent 8. And Nissi reserves two Royal Parthenote two in the Veterans Division. In the Veterans Division East, Alexandra Park Vets nil, Trent Park Vets six, Continental 58 Vets two, London Lions Vets four, and Crouch End Vampires Vets four, London Turkish Masters Vets four. In Veterans Division West, Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets three, Brookhouse Vets two. Into the Cup action in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup, Southgate Rovers one, Racing Keeblers three. Camden Lock Reserves 5, Continental 3. Oh, sorry, Camden Lock Reserves 5, Continental 3. Edmonton Rovers 1, Rearmans are 4. New Barnet 3, Mill Club to Football 2nd 6. Monia Youth Reserves 3, South Tottenham United 2. And Shentry Athletic 3, London Orient 0. In the London Sunday Challenge Cup, Trubs and Spore UK 2, Highgate Albion 2, Trubs and Spore winning 5 for 1 penalties. Hackney Borough 2, Heavy Hitters 4. Olympia 10, Junction Elite 1, Enfield United 0, Spartan 6, Gowell Stars 4, Westminster Wanderers 1, Horizon 2, Joga 3, Panda 2, Swag 3, uh, Park Rolls 2, Hacks United 3, Showtime 0, Beatties 4, and Zaza 1, Under the Radar 4, in the London Sunday Challenge Trophy, Fireside 4, Barking and Dagenham Wanderers nil and FC Kawaya 2 Highgate Albion thirds 1 into the fixtures now in our Premier Division Gowell starts taking on the Wrongans Heavy Hitters facing Zaza Mill Club to Football taking on Park Rolls and Olympia facing Northwest Wanderers in the Championship Barnet Borough taking on Supreme Athletic Horizon facing Enfield United North London Athletic taking on Comi Kabir and Showtime taking on New World. In Division 1, AFC Rose taking on Fireside. Trent Park taking on AFC Rosa. AFC Oakwood taking on Highgate Albion Seconds. Interman Razor taking on Continental. And Berylic Spore facing South Tottenham United. In Division 2, FC Deportivo taking on Underdogs. 
Northeast Lions taking on Highgate Album Thirds, Pantera facing on Money Youth, and Sopranos facing Real Menza. In Division 3, AC Finchley taking on AFC Muswell Hill, AFC Edmonton taking on Northumberland Park Rangers, FC Cripplewood taking on Northwest Wolves. Uh, oh, sorry, that's in Division 4. So, Division 4, FC Cripplewood taking on Northwest Wolves, Maida Villa taking on Camden Lock, Locomotive Thunder taking on EFNS. And Nissi taking on Shentry Athletic. In Division 5, Atletico Grammar taking on Millwall Club, the football seconds. Camden Lock taking on London Orient. Radlett Town taking on Enfield Albion. Cognac Athletic taking on Edmonton Rovers. Division 6, AFC Trent taking on Southgate Rovers. London Football School facing Royal Parthenope. And the Dogs Reserves taking on Southgate Rovers. Well, two teams playing Southgate Rovers. I don't know who's actually playing them, but... Amonia Youth taking on Racing Keeblers and Nissi Reserves taking on No Ball Games. In the Veterans League, in the Veterans Division East, Alexandra Pop Vets versus London Lions Vets. Uh, into the Cup action in the London Sunday Junior Cup, AC Heathrow taking on NLR. Brentwood Town taking on Grange Park. North London Athletic Reserves taking on Armenian Youth. Uh, North London Colts taking on Wishing Well Wanderers. Roman Reporters taking on Larkspur Rovers Reserves. Whetstone FC taking on CB Hounslow. In the Middlesex Veterans Cup, Brookhouse taking on Livingston RARA. Uh, Trent Park Vets taking on Harpenden Rovers Vets. Uh, Hayes United Vets taking on Shibu, uh, Shibu Old Stars Vets. Roman Reporters Vets taking on Crouch and Vampires Vets. London Casuals Vets taking on Queen Mary's Old Boy Vets. Winchmore Hills Vets taking on Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup. Underdogs Reserves taking on Northwest Wolves. In the Premier Cup, Highgate Albion taking on Hinton under 23s. Uh, back to the Veterans Cup in the London Veterans Cup. Continental 58 taking on All Stars FC. And Anatolians taking on Woodford and Wanstead Veterans. And in the FA Sunday Cup, Mehmet Chick Galata taking on Shire United. That's it for this week. Join us next week. We'll have more f- results and fixtures from the Barnet League. Hello and welcome to the Bromley South London Football League Part of podcast, all about the leagues this week. Danny Hollis here, League Secretary, reporting on results. A little update on some of the tables and a look at the cup draws and um, looking ahead to the fixtures next week. So first of all, the results from this weekend, which was Saturday the 30th of September. And uh, in our John Cooper Premier Division, we had two games on. Eltham Town beat Orpington Reserves 3-1. Um, it's a good win for Eltham Town, their first league win of the season, following up a cup win uh, the week before. And then we had um, Old Roan winning comfortably again, 7-2 against Farnborough um, Reserves. Um, seven different goal scorers as well. Um, a good result, that one, against a team who normally defend really well. So shows that Old Roan mean business this season. They go top of the table on goal difference. They've uh, got 12 points, four wins out of four, same as Sporting Club Beckenham. But uh, where Sporting Club's Beckenham's goal difference is um, plus six, Old Roan's is plus um 20 already. They've um, scored 24 goals in four games, um, averaging six a game, which is quite something uh, at this stage in the season. So, um, yeah, look like one of the teams to beat for sure this year, previous champions a few years ago. Um, right down to Jim Hampson Division 1. And this is such a competitive division this year, and it showed again with the results this week. AFC Oldsmiths 1, Stansfield A2, really tight game. Uh, Bexley A2, Beckenham 2. And they were the two teams um, at the top of the table coming into this um, weekend and actually still are the top two, even after that draw. Then FC Thamesmead 2, London Legends 2. London Legends who beat Beckham last week and FC Thamesmead have suffered a bit of a beating. They drew two all. Then Groundhopper's first win of the season, 4-2 against Crofton Albion. Um, and Eltham Eagles, really good 4-0 away win, uh, Old Peeps. Uh, lots of different goal scorers this uh, week as well. Looking at ground top, had four different goal scorers in their 4-2 win. And El Tomigos had four different goal scorers in their 4-0 win. So um, lots of goals being shared around the teams. So quick look at the table. We've got uh, three teams now on eight points. Beckenham, Bexley A and Stansfield A. Bexley and Stansfield A, it went down to the last game of last season as to who would be champions last year. And they had a double header that Bexley A came out on top of. Uh, they've started the season strongly. Two wins, two draws. 
Atletico Londres, who were the team who finished second, who actually split them in the end. Uh, they've got two wins and a loss. They're on six points. So uh, actually, if they win their game in hand, they would go top of the table. So really competitive looking division. And I say ground toppers, um, their first win in the season. So they're um, off the bottom. And we've got Old Peeps, Ground Toppers and AFC Old Smith all with one win. But every team in that division has now won a game, which is um, always positive from a, so from a league point of view. You're always looking for competitive divisions. So the fact they've all won a game is really, really pleasing. All right, Jim Hampson, Division 1 done. On to Rich Lane in Division 2. Um, and we have Falconwood Development beat Orpington Development 2-0. Um, good win for Falconwood's third team. Um, Langley Park, 7-0 winners against Beckenham Knights. Uh, six different goal scorers here. Jude uh, Marley did get two from the bench. Uh, Jude Mayle, Jude Marley, I'm not sure uh, how to pronounce his name, but um, six different goal scorers, 7 0 winning against Beckenham Knights, their top of the table. Blackheath, uh, well, they got hammered last week in a cup game and conceded seven again this week to Red Velvet Thurs, but they scored five of their own. Unbelievable result. I think the standing goalkeeper didn't help them. Uh, Hat-trick for Fraser Wright, all in vain. Uh, for Red Velvet Thirds, Dean Stone with four goals, um, which is some achievement. Um, so, well done to them. 7-5 winners, they're unbeaten in the league this year. Then Standard Ballers, two Beckenham Town Juniors, one. That was a battle of two teams who have started the season really well. And another two teams who have started the season really well. Teviot Rangers, three. Blackheath Village, nil. A uh, bit of a surprise, that one. Blackie Village have looked really good so far. Um, so Langley Park, top of the table with 11 points from five. Teviot Rangers, uh, second on 10 points. And then Standard Ball is a third, but they've won three out of three. Um, most teams have now won a game. Only Orpington Development and Beckenham Knights without a win in Richard Alien Division 2. Um, so very competitive division again, which is great to see. Then on to cup games. And we had some cup games um, this week involving teams at the top of the table. Um, and we had all Premier clashes in the Ron Pope and the uh, Queen Mary. In the Ron Pope, Westwood Albion beat Latin United 7-0. And in the Queen Mary, Olam beat Falconwood 5-0. Ibrahim Cargo with um, two of those. Um, so yeah, an impressive um, return for Olam there. Um, right, on to fixtures for this week. And it's Kent Junior Cup first round. Um, and we got teams in Kent Junior Cup Group B and C. In Group B, AFC Old Smiths face Old Roan. It's a battle of two teams in our division. Uh, good luck to AFC Old Smiths. Old Roan look on really good form. Falcon Reserves are playing Green Street Green Rovers of the Seven Oaks League. Latin United are playing Chelsfield of the Seven Oaks League, previously with us. Uh, West Wickham Thirds are playing Orpington Reserves. Uh, West Wickham Thirds, I think all West Wickham teams play in the Southern Amateur League. Uh, good luck to Orpington Reserves there. Uh, Blackheath are at home to Langley Park in an all um, uh, Bromley South London League clash, as is Old Peeps and Bexley A in all, all um, Bromley South London League clash as well. So we'll have at least two teams through there uh, and one team in the tops um, in the Group B games because Vold Smith's against Old Roan. Uh, then our own cups we have in the Queen Mary uh, Cup first round. That's our cup for all the teams. We've got Atletico Londres against FC Thamesmead. Red Velvet A against Beckenham Knights. And then a really mouth-watering looking game. Sporting Club Beckenham against AFC Bethwin. Should be an absolutely cracking game, that one. In our John Cooper Premier Division, we've got West Wickham Albion against Eltham Town. Um, we have in Division 1, Jim Hampson Division 1, Crofton Albion against Beckenham. London Legends at home to Eltham Eagles. And Stansfield A at home to Groundhoppers. Richard uh, Aylin Division 2, Beckenham Town at home to Falconwood uh, Development, Orpington Development at home to Black Blackheath Village, and Teviot Rangers v Standard Ballers, second against third there, looks a cracking game. Um, so I'd say, yeah, fixtures, I mean, the, the fixture of the week's got to be that sporting club, Beckenham, FC Bethwin, uh, four wins out of four, and um, three wins and a draw for Bethwin in our top division, and they're playing each other in the Queen Mary first round. I think they had a really close game in a pre-season Westminster Cup game that ended a 2-1, I think, to Bethwin. Should be a cracker. Um, I always think in Division 2, that Teviot Rangers against Standard Ballers game looks an absolute cracking game. Real standout. Um, good luck to all the teams playing this weekend. Looks like nice weather again uh, for the beginning of October. So good luck to all teams and hopefully we'll have a fantastic weekend of fixtures. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Hello and welcome to this Essex Alliance League roundup for the month of September as we look back at the second month of the season in the league and see how the, each of the divisions is starting to pan out. Of course, in the senior division, it's the second month of action 
And at the top of the table, FC Barese have opened up a six-point lead after nine games of the season, and that including a vital win over second-placed Woodford East at the weekend, which saw uh, Barese open up that lead to uh, move up to 24 points, with second-placed Woodford now on 18 Trailing behind those teams are third-place Chadwell Spartans, who do have a game in hand over the sides above them. Uh, so could move within five points of the, the, the top there. They have 17 points to their name. Down in fourth place on a side with even more games in hand are Lymore Gardens. Just one defeat to their name from their six games played and alongside those five victories means that they could still go level with FC Barese. Of course, goal difference would be a factor. In fifth place, and one of the early runners for the title was FC Petra Cup, but not a great month for them. They've now dropped back down into fifth fifth spot. Four wins, three draws to their name and one defeat giving them 15 points. It's really those draws that have started to cost them. In sixth place and another of the early runners in the division were Haringey Borough under 23s. Much like FC Petra Cup, it's been a bit of a sticky month and um, with some mixed results there, but they do sit sixth in the table with four wins and a draw alongside three defeats giving them 13 points. In 7th place are Rapid Chingford, who I think will be very pleased with their start. They're on 13 points also. Four wins and a draw from seven games played this term for the side who just just avoided relegation last year. In 8th place and in the top half of the table still are Walthamstow Reserves. They're on 12 points with four victories from their opening nine games of the season. Again, a mixed start, um, some good results interspersed with some indifferent performances. And their co-tenants are almost on exactly the same um, records. 12 points also with four wins from nine for Sporting Hackney. Again, another side who have had their ups and downs so far this season, sitting in ninth place fairly comfortably at the moment. In 10th place are Bakers 693, who have played seven games so far this year, three victories to their name, giving them nine points, which is the same total as 11th placed Averley under 23s who've only won the two games, but three draws and only two defeats for the side based at Parkside. That's a reasonable start and the highest of the promotion promoted sides so far. Down in 12th place are Friendford Reserves, and I think they'll be disappointed so far with their season. Just two wins and a draw, giving them seven points in the table so far. And in 13th place, it has been a better month for, us, for Priory Park Rangers, who started the season very poorly, but have picked up two wins in recent weeks, which has moved them on to six points and to the cusp of outside being outside of relegation. In 14th place, Kit Out London, a very similar story. Mostly um, poor results, but a couple of in good results in interspersed has made sure that they are staying in touch with the, with the safety zone above them. They're also on six points. Down in 15th, on another of the promoted side, CSM London. Seven games played so far this term. Just the one win, two draws to their name, giving them five points. Bottom of the table are Chingford Athletic, who nine games played, just a single draw from that, that being against Petra Cub actually earlier in the month, giving them just a solitary point to their name so far. We move on into Premier Division East, and at the top of this table, it's Fairlock Rovers, four wins from four for the side who got to our Premier Cup final last year. In fact, 12 points, maximum haul there. Also, good defensive record so far this season, perfect start to their campaign. One of the early runners were Onga Town, um, but two defeats in the month have seen them um, move down into second spot. Three wins and two defeats for the side based in Harlow, giving them nine points. And that's the same number of points as the side who beat Onga at the weekend, who are Newbury Athletic. Three wins from three, giving them nine points so far this campaign following their elevation to this level. Sitting in fourth place are Waltham Abbey A, who are one of three teams on seven points with two wins and a draw to their name so far. They've had a decent start to their season. They sit in fourth. And they played at the weekend Dagenham United, who have an almost identical record. Also two wins and a draw from four, giving them seven points in the season also. In sixth place, again with seven points, accrued from two wins and a draw, are sixth place Seoul. They sit just in the top half of the table, and I think they'll be generally quite impressed with their start, just that single defeat to their name. In the bottom half, we start with seventh place, something from nothing, of course, promoted from Division 1 last term. Two wins to their name so far, but a bit of an indifferent start, but something to build on for sure. Eighth place, sit Belfry, with a win and a defeat from their two games that have been played to date, giving them three points. And that's the same number as ninth place Leighton City, albeit from three games more than Belfry. 
One one win to their name for Leighton City, giving them three points. Also three points for 10th place Unity, who are a bit behind because of outside cup commitments. One win and one defeat from two so far this year, giving them three points too. And the two sides sitting in the relegation spots as things stand are 11th place Redbridge Community, who have just picked up the solitary point following promotion from the Division 1 last year. One point from four games played. Uh, and bottom of the table are Southend City with four defeats from four, meaning that they're still in search of their opening points. Into the West Division now. What an impressive start it's been from Philip United at the top of the Premier Division West. Five wins from five so far for the new side in the league this year. A great start to their campaign. Full uh, allocation of 15 points taken. Two teams are chasing them down quite hard. Uh, Snaresbrook sits second on goal difference. Four wins from five, seeing them on to 12 points. Uh, and also, the, another promoted side in the mix for promotion again this term are Newham Wanderers, also with four wins uh, from their opening five fixtures and 12 points. A bit of a gap then down to fourth-placed Barkingside under-21s who have moved who move into that spot following their win at the weekend. Well, they're on six points now from uh, four games, which is two wins and two defeats. And there are three other sides, in fact, with that exact same record, beginning with Renegades in fifth spot with two wins and two defeats, also on six points, as are Wapping sitting in sixth place with two wins and two defeats. Also on that record are London Park City, also two wins and two defeats, as bit of a mirror image in this division uh, and then we move down to eighth spot FC Baresi reserves who have two wins from five so far this term following their promotion they also sit on six points hovering just above the relegation spots we begin with ninth place London Cranes who've only played three games so they've got some games in hand one win to their name so far giving them three points and that's almost the same as Wanstead in 10th spot also with one win to their name also on three points so there's two teams in the division without a point so far, and that starts with 11th-placed Athletic Newham A, who haven't yet picked up a point from their first four games of the season, and that is the same as last year's third-place finishers in this division, actually, North East Lions, who've had a pretty difficult start. Four defeats from four so far, struggling to score goals. Into Division 1 now, and at the top of Division 1 are Royal Lions. But there's a bit of a story in this division where there's eight teams who are within a point of the top spot. Quite a, quite a close division, this one, in the early throws. Well, Royal Lions are unbeaten. Two wins and a draw from their opening three on them on seven points. And it's also seven points for second place Woodford East Reserves with two wins and a draw alongside a defeat from their opening four games. See them as the top two sides as things stand. We then have two teams who have played 2-1-2, and that begins with third place Saint City, who have won both of their opening games, returning six points in the process. And that's the same as Ocean Pacific, who are making their debut in the league this year also. Six points from their opening two games, following their two wins from two. More teams on six points, and there's a few of these. So Freetown sit fifth in the top half of the table, with two wins from their opening four games, giving them six points. And Chingford Athletic Reserves have been the early runners in this division, but a couple of reverses in recent weeks have seen them drop into mid-table. They also have two wins from their opening four fixtures. Seventh place, Old Estamians have had one win and three draws and a single defeat to their name, which leaves them also on six points um, and having played a game more than most of the sides around them. As have Lymore Gardens under 23s, who have also played 5-1-2, giving them Yes, you guessed it, six points. So three sides left in this division, and we start with Eagles football. So we've only played the two games due to our outside commitments. One win and one defeat for them, and gives them three points so far this term. And the two sides sitting in the relegation zone at the moment are both new teams to the league this campaign. Haringey United have just picked up a solitary point, which they actually gained at the weekend against Oldest Damians. They have one point from their opening five fixtures. And bottom of the table are Thurrock Thameside with two defeats from two, seeing them still chasing their first goals and their first points. We move on now into Division 2, and this is led by another side with a perfect record, with Royal Forest with four wins from four, 21 goals scored and only three conceded, seeing them on to 12 points so far this campaign. Great start for them. In second spot are Raynham and Barking Phoenix, who after a difficult start have regained their momentum and they've moved second now with three wins from four, giving them nine points, so they're three points 
behind the pace. In third place are, are the other unbeaten side in the division who are Old Barcabians, who from three games played have won two and drawn one of those, giving them seven points. And again, another good defensive record for the side based at South Park Drive. In fourth spot are Collier Row Reserves, who have had a decent start. They've had a couple of wins and a draw, plus that one defeat, seeing them on to seven points, sitting fourth in the standings. Promoted Friendford A uh, have won two of their opening three, following their promotion from Division 3 last term. They have six points from those three games. And that's the same total as another promoted side, Dagenham United Reserves, also with six points with two wins, but this time from four games, which uh, having had two defeats also. Two points behind those sides are 7th placed Fairlock Rovers Reserves, who have played 4-1-1, drawn 1, giving them 4 points so far. And in 8th spot are Redbridge Community Reserves, who have only played the two. They've gained 1 win and 1 defeat from those two games, giving them 3 points so far. Chadwell Heath Spartans Reserves make up the uh, the ninth place team. Uh, 5 games played, but just a solitary victory so far uh, for the Haynock Bay side there with 3 points. And the two teams in the bottom two, as things stand, 10th place, Chingford Harriers, um, promoted from last season. Just a single point from their opening four games. They'll be looking to improve that as the weeks go on. And bottom of the table, as things stand, are Romford A, with three defeats from their opening three games. And lastly, we move on to, of course, Division 3. And what a fantastic start it's been to the season for Woodford Town under 23s. Their first season in open age football following elevation from youth leagues last year. Well, they sit top of Division 3 with five wins from five. 46 goals scored in those five games and just three conceded. Which means, of course, they have a maximum 15 points and looking like being challengers in this level. Just behind them are one of two other unbeaten sides. Glendale sits second with four victories and a draw from their opening five games, giving them 13 points. And that's a four-point lead over third place and the other unbeaten side, Collier Row Wills, who have won three from three so far this year, giving them nine points also. Down in full spot, we have Old Parkonians, who have had a mixed start with a three wins and a couple of defeats, giving them nine points. And in fifth spot, in the top half of the table, are Melbourne Sports, who after a difficult start have come good in recent weeks with two wins and a draw from their opening four, giving them seven points for their season. Also having had a mixed start are Changing Live, sitting in sixth spot. They've won two and lost two from their opening four games, meaning they're on six points, but a healthy goal-scoring record to boot. Yeah. Also on six points are Broadway Athletic, with two wins and two defeats from their name, giving them six points. Romford Flyers sit in eighth spot, having accrued four points from their opening five games of this season. The side based at King George's have won one and drawn one of their opening five, meaning they have three defeats. Again, though, a fairly good scoring record suggests that they have the potential to move forward. A couple more teams now to cover. Ninth spot is Buckhurst Way, who picked up their first point of the season at the weekend, in fact, against Romford Flyers, meaning that they uh, have a solitary point from their opening five. And they sit just above the bottom two spots, which will start with Beckton Sporting Club in 10th place, who have lost all of their opening four games so far, as have Newham and Havering Borough, also without a point or without a goal so far this term will those bottom two play off this coming weekend where all could be changing so that brings to an end our roundup of the september football action in the essex alliance league if you want more information you feel free to visit our website www.essexalliance.league.com otherwise we look forward to bringing you another update in october but for now goodbye This is Andrew Gidley with the NRG Kent County Football League Roundup, starting with the results. In the Premier Division, Ashford 2, Peckham Town 5, Bexley 1, Minster 0, Fleet Down United 5, Welling Park 0, Halls 3, Tenton Town 1, Kent United 1, Ide Hill 0. In Division 1, Brighton Roach Reserves 1, Long Lane 4, Bromleyans 0, Crayford Arrows 4, Falkenwood 2, Equinocchial 2, Gurunanic 0, Greenways Aces 4, Collins of Lay Reserves 2, Woodnersborough 4, Kingshill 4, Dealtown Reserves 2, Langley Sports 2, Parkwood Rangers 1, Lords of Reserves 3, AFC Rangers 2, Metrogas 2, Danson Sports 0, Alford United 5, Minster Reserves 2, 
Sporting Club 10, Jury Reserves 5, South East Athletic 0, Whistable Town Under 23s 1, Rochester City 5. Division 2, Ellsford 2, Kingshill Reserves 4, Belvedere 0, Stansford OMB Reserves 0, Sinkports 5, Tenterton Town 0, Crockenhill against Hawes Abandoned, Farnborough Boys Guild 2, AMG Ballers 1, Orpington 4, Bromley Ends Reserves 0, Paddockwood 0, Sellings 3, Sittingbourne Reserves 2, Cuxton 91 Reserves 4, Wellington Reserves 3, Fleetdown United Reserves 5. In Division 3, AFC Lewisham 3, Dulwich Village 2, FC Revo 9, Lennon Wanderers 1, Gillingham Town 2, Charing 0, Larford New Heights Reserves 2, Bocker Juniors 3, Long Lane Reserves 2, Ide Hill Reserves 2, Lidtown Reserves 0, Tangerton 0. In the Veterans Division 1, Fox 1, Aylesford 3. In the Bill Mantler Interregional Cup second round, Borden Village 6, Hawkage 4, Cucks 91 4, Chipstead 5 after extra time. In the Les Lakey Cup first round, New Romney Reserves 0, Len Valley 5. In the Barry Bundock West Kent Challenge Shield first round, Glebe Reserves 1, Bexley Reserves 2. And in DFDS Kent Intermediate Challenge Shield first round, New Romney 1, Stansford OMB 2. DFDS Kent Vets Cup preliminary round, AFC Greencourt Vets 0, MPE 4. And Corians Rovers 2, FC Ditton 1, APM United 4, Old Smardonians 2, APM 4, Sheppard United 1, Bromley Veterans against Kings Hill, away win, Castle Colts Vets 2, Insulators 2, Insulators win 8-7 on penalties, Farm Broad Boys Guild 1, Snodland Town 5, Larkford New Hive 0, Herne Bay 8, Medbury United 0, Independent 4, New Park 7, Vinters 1, Raynham 84 1, Cuxton 91 7, Rubicon Limericks 6, Chipstead 0, South East Athletic 5, and Corrigan United 9, Sporting Club Twensby 2, Woodcombe 5, The Charcoal 1, New Ash Green 0, and Wallingham 4, Hollands and Blair 3. Moving on now to the roundup, and we start with the Bill Mantler Inter Regional Challenge Cup, where two second round ties produced a total of 18 goals at the weekend. Ricky Gundry's second half hat trick helped carry Borden Village to a 6 4 win over league pace setters Hawkinge. Five goals in each half made for great entertainment for any neutral watching, as Matt Rose double saw Borden lead 3 2 at the break. Jack Taylor, Billy Somerville, Joshua McHugh, and Player of the Month Luke Reeve netted for Hawkinge. Henry Goodwin's extra time winner sent Chipsy through 5-4 winners at Cuxton 91 in the other goalfield tie. Three in three minutes by Sean Adams, Paul Lee and Tom Borders put Chips in the driving seat, only for Cuxton to hit back with two before half-time through Danny Rowe and James Alderman. Borders got his second 11 minutes after the break before Elfie Davies' quick double extended the tie, Goodwin hitting the 111th minute decider. In the Premier Division, Kieran Dowding's hatching made sure Peckham Town ended the month on a winning note. 5-2 winners at Ashford. Ryan Lewis got both for the hosts. Stephen Kermin scored twice as Fleet Down capped a winning September with a 100% record. 5-0 winners at home to Welling Park. Hawes Athletic made it 7 out of 7. 3-1 at home to Tenterton to go top. James Bayford, Ryan Golding and substitute Harry Sheridan the scorers. Frankie Holland's winner clinched Kent United fourth victory in five against Ide Hill. Bexley claimed their first league win since the opening day of the season, Corey Spencer netting the, his third in two games to earn the points against Minster. In the Kent Intermediate Challenge Shield, Joe Jamal and Taylor Downs clinched Stansworth's progress in the competition, winning 2-1 at New Romney, who had Roy Godden and Dave Bioncock in charge for the first time. In Division 1, Eben Odu Benojo's 45-yard strike was the pick of the goals as Kings Hill beat Dealtown Reserves 4-2. The club's Ryan Casey has been a member of the England squad, competing in the World Deaf Championships in Kuala Lumpur. He made his first start against Gabon last week and featured again in the 3-0 win against Saudi Arabia at the weekend. Defeat against the USA in the last 16 ended their chances of winning the competition, the fourth time they've been staged, but... Uh, England will be looking for more ranking points before knowing their final position in the competition. 
Callum Coombe scored twice as Greenway Aces won the Gravesend Derby 4-0 to go second at the expense of Guru Nanak. Simon Rowe's second goal of the season helped Rochester City to a 5-1 win at Whitstable Town under 23s. They go fourth. And Mission Harmon scored twice as Windersborough won 4-2 at Holland's Blair Reserves. Oxford United's winning run continued with a 5-2 win over Minster. Jake Williams scoring one and setting up two others. Substitute Carl Bingley scored twice as West Leaders Long Lane won 4-1 at Bryden Ropes. Ryan Hassan hit two as Crayford Arrows were 4-0 winners at Bromleyans, while Daniel Igwe and Harvey Mead netted as Metrogast were 2-0 winners against Danson Sports. In Division 2, Kingshill reserves a third, capping a winning weekend for the club's two senior sides, 4-2 against previously unbeaten Aylesford. Max Stanton-Gleaves, Charlie Paternoster, Logan Thompson and substitute Harry Mason, the scorers. Lucas Wade scored twice in Selinger's 3-0 win at Paddock Wood to go fourth. Sonny Francis was another scoring sub, netting twice in the West Division for Orpington, 4-0 winners over Bromley and reserves. Ryan Dunningham and Billy Judd hit two each as Fleet United matched their first-team scoring feat, 5-3 winners over Welling Town reserves. And Abdelaziz Noor and substitute Tom Newman secured Bexley Reserves 2-1 win at Glebe Reserves to progress in the Barry Bundock West Kent Challenge Shield. News from Division 3, Jonathan Ricketts and David Crouch hit four apiece as leaders FC Revo beat Lennon Wanderers 9-1, having hit 11 against them in the previous league meeting in August. Gary Blunston and Beekim Armitage both scored their first of the season as second place Boca Juniors made it five wins in seven, 3-2 away from home. Will Richards' hat-trick helped Tankerton to a 6-0 win at Lidtown Reserves, while Brandon Horsworth's treble set up Len Valley's winning debut in the Leslecky Cup, 5-0 winners at New Romney Reserves. And in Division 3 West, AFC Lewisham made it five out of five to stay top, 3-2 winners against Dulwich Village. Welcome back for your latest roundup of the Southern Veterans Football League, part of the Silk Grassroots Podcast. Let's get straight into the results for last week, the 3rd of September. Sorry, 30th of September. Um, league fixtures first, um, as there was a few cup games, so no first division uh, results to talk about. Um, so results straight into Division 2, just the one result there. Gratian Borough A, Neil, SP Athletic 2. SP Athletic continuing with winning ways. So, congratulations to the boys there. Um, into Division 3, Bromleyans 5, Hollington 3. That is a surprise. Hollington have looked pretty strong um, with their opening fixtures. So, a good result for Bromleyans. Uh, Johnson of Phillips 2, Borden Sports 2. I believe it's the first points dropped for Borden Sports for some time, including obviously back in the last season. Um, Johnson and Phillips dropped from the first division last year, so if they've held on to some of their players, they will still be a strong team. So a good 2-2 there for um, competing at the top of the table for both teams, I'm sure, come the end of the season. Elsewhere in Division 3, New Park 2003, Wallingham, uh, B, nil. Into Division 4, Catford Wanderers, Old Boys 3, Greenwich Challenge 3, Greenways Aces 7, Cudham United 2, Independent 3, Warren Athletic 3, Norwood Lakers nil, Sporting Croydon 2, Into Division 5, Blythe Hill nil, AFC Lewisham five, Fleet Down United one, Kamazi Strikers six. Good win there for Kamazi. Um, SP Athletic one, Croigas Phoenix four. Into Division six, Orpington two, Slade Green Knights one. That's your only result for Division six. Into Division 7, Gratian Borough, B3, Bromley, nil. Old Peppy, 2nd, 11, 7, Borden Sports, Old Boys, 4. Seymour Villa, 3, Petswood, Seniors, 2. 
Wallingham Super Vets 1, Guru Nanak 7. Another good win for the Guru Nanak boys there. Into some cup matches. So we've got the SVFL Senior Cup. Bow Street Runners 2, Parkwood Rangers 0. Into the Kent Cup. AFC Greencourt 0, MPE 4. Bromley versus Kings Hill was an away walkover. Crayford Arrows 2, Hayden Youth 6. Farnborough Old Boys 1, Snodland Town 5. Hoovets Red 0, Seagas 3. Medway United 0, Independent 4. Independent getting back to winning ways. Ahead of, I believe they've got charcoal this weekend, so that's a good confidence uh, winning victory for them there. Um, so the independent boys will be going in with good spirits after a 4-0 away victory. New Park, first 11-7, Vinters 1. Old Peppies, first 11-5, LSU Mavericks 1. It's a good result for the old Peppies boys. Um, elsewhere in the Kent Cup, um, Rubicon Limerick 6, Chipstead nil, Southeast Athletic 2nd 11, 5, Anchorians United 9. <laughs> that would have been a very interesting game for the neutral. Um, Sporting Club Thamesmead 2, Woodcombe Sports 5. Sydenham Sports 1, X Blues 4. Charcoal 1, New Ash Green 0. I believe from what I've seen, that was a very tight game. Obviously at 1-0 and it was won with a penalty for Charcoal. Um, wrapping up the Kent Cup, Wallingham A4, Holland and Blair 3. And Welling Park versus Bourne Athletic was given as a home walkover. So, looking ahead at the fixtures for the 7th of October. Um, straight with Division 1. New Park, after the good cup victory, will be taking on Wallingham at home. So, New Park will be looking for another, um, another positive result. Wallingham have started well in there in the start to the um, first division. And then the big one, for what I would say is the big one this week, obviously, without obviously playing myself. But um, away from LSU, the big one would be Charcoal versus Independent. This has... <coughs> excuse me. This has got um, needle, humour, comedy, whatever you want to call it, um, winding up. I think that has... The nastiness has all passed, I believe. I think a lot of it's just friendly rivalry and banter now. Um, so the social media started literally Saturday night, bantering away, um, with not even the wins for both teams being cold um, from that day. So they've already cracked straight on with mind games. So, um, yeah, if you haven't got a game, it might be worthwhile getting down to Elton Town and, um, and having a look at that one this weekend. Um, so Charcoal versus Independent, watch this space for that result. I'm sure we'll all know very quickly afterwards on social media. Uh, into Division 2, Catford Wanderers versus Bow Street Runners. Seagas Vets versus Gratian Borough A. Into Division 3, Balden Sports versus Hayden Youth Association. Warnham uh, B versus Johnson and Phillips. Into Division 4, Cardam United versus Sydenham, Sydenham Sports. Independent Red versus Greenways Aces. Sporting Croydon versus Warren Athletic. Into Division 5, AFC Lewisham versus Sporting Club Thamesmead. Westrum Seniors versus LSU Mavericks. Into Division 6, Chipstead versus Longlands Athletic. 
Huvets Red versus Southeast Athletic second eleven. And into Division Seven, Borden Sports Old Boys versus Seymour Villa. Guru Nanak versus Farnborough Old Boys. LSU Supervets versus Gratian Borough B. And Petswood Seniors versus Wallingham Supervets. Now, I think it's London Cup. Yeah, so got some London Cup fixtures here. So let's have a look at these. Um, AFC, yeah, Kamazi Strikers versus Hornminster. Bromley versus Rains Park United. Hearn Bay versus Hollington. That will be a good one, actually, to see that result come through. Um, they are a good side, and Hollington obviously got promoted um, after a very good season last year in Div 2. Um, but results I don't, haven't gone quite their way the last couple of weeks. Um, elsewhere, Old Aloisians versus Long Lane. Old Peppies, second 11 versus LSU Masters. Um, yeah, this doesn't quite seem right. Um, but it's an open cup, so that's old peppies that have been doing well. But, you know, I don't know whether they're young or not. I know nothing about them, to be honest. But they are in Division 7 um, up against LSU Masters, who are Division 1. So, who knows? They could be a very, obviously, brand new team that's very good that are just getting their feet in Vets football. So, with due respect to everybody, we will take that game as seriously as we do everything else. Um South East Athletic versus Sporting Hackney. Sporting Santos versus Old Pepe's first 11. Again, Old Pepe's have gone up a couple of divisions, so that could be a good one, actually. Sporting Santos, obviously Division 1. I think Old Pepe's are now maybe Division 4, Division 3, possibly even. Um, I'm not too sure. But yeah, Canning Town versus Slade Green Knights is your next London Cup fixture followed by a couple of different cups and then after that we've got Kent Cup Metrogas versus Kingsdale and then the last fixture for the this coming Saturday the 7th of October is in the AFA Cup which is Albanians versus LSU seniors. That is all your fixtures for this forthcoming Saturday. Um, I'm running out of time, sorry, so I can't do a quick roundup of what I was hoping to of the leagues. I will make some time next week in order for that to happen. Um, obviously, there's been quite a lot of cut fixtures over the last couple of weeks, so not really sure how the tables are going to look, but we'll have a look at them next week anyway, just for just for um, interest realistically. But yeah, thanks for all listening and good luck to you all in your games at the weekend, whether they're league or cup. Thank you very much. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for matches played on Sunday the 1st of October. In the Hertfordshire FA Intermediate Cup first round, it was yet another successful morning for the Leeds clubs in the Hearts County Cup competition, this time in the Intermediate Cup, with three out of the five progressing to the next round. Langleyberry produced the performance of the morning as they came back through an exciting tie, beating Brookman's Park Reserves away from home 5-3, coming back from 3-1 down. The home side went ahead early on before a through ball from Charlie Hobbs put Oliver Eilert in one-on-one with the keeper and he made no mistake. But Brookman's restored the lead on the stroke of half-time when the ball was turned into an empty goal after the Langleyberry keeper and defence failed to deal with a cross. Early in the second half, the tie looked all but over when once again Langley, the Langleyberry defence failed to deal with a cross, allowing a home player to volley in from close range. Langleyberry came back 
comeback, sorry, started when they were awarded a penalty for handball, which was dispatched by Oliver Eilott. He then completed his hat-trick for the equaliser when he turned the ball home into the net after both Lewis Hayward, George and Max Ellerton had shots blocked. He wasn't finished as then he turned provider for the goal which gave them the lead for the first time in the game when his shot was saved it was straight into the path of Charlie Hobbs who netted. The comeback was sealed late on when a back pass from the home left back gave Max Ellison time and space to tuck the ball home. The all Watford Sunday league tie between Soccer and Cheshire United ended in a comfortable 5 0 win for the home side. George Coffey started off the scoring when he rounded the keeper and slotted home. A second soon followed when Jake Howell smashed the ball into the top corner from around 20 yards. In the second half, soccer continued in the same vein and Stevie Dowling set up George Kofi, who angled the ball into the goal. Then Kofi was provider when he dribbled past three defenders and set up Micah Burton, who volleyed the ball into the top corner. The fifth and final goal came and was netted by Harry Chamberlain, who dispossessed the keeper and passed the ball into an empty net. Watford United enjoyed a 6-1 home win over Karen Pulis FC. Adam Anwar struck a hat-trick. Niswalan Seladhuru a double and one from Mataza Hussein. The cross, however, went out 4-3 after penalties uh, after drawing 1-1 with TNF. The cross went behind in the first half. In the second, the cross dominated the tie, hitting the crossbar with the TNF keeper making several outstanding saves before David Flannery headed home a long free kick from Liam McDonough five minutes from time to take the tie to a shootout in which the cross missed two kicks allowing the home side through. Watford Sports suffered a 4-1 away defeat to FC Tudors. The home side went ahead just before half-time and doubled their lead with a disputed offside goal early in the second half. Harry Bennett pulled the goal back, but Tudor completed the win with two goals late on. In the Premier Division, with leaders North Watford's game against Glen SSC being postponed, it was W.D. Bushy who took advantage, cutting the reigning champions lead at the summit down to a single point after they beat Woodside 4-1. They had a dream start, racing into 2-0 lead in the opening half hour. Raymond Salami Rashid bundled the ball over the line following a Coron Chase free kick. Chase himself then made it 2-0 shortly afterwards with a strike from outside the box. Woodside pulled a goal back before the break through Ibrahim Sharif. Then, in the second half, Gohan Palma Inyang scored from Stevie Ward's rebounded effort, with Corin Chase completing the scoring after he converted a Daniel Flanagan cross. Cassidy Rangers are up into third place as they beat Evergreen 3-2. Sam Mortimer gave Rangers the lead with a curled free kick before John Birch volleyed home a second before the break. In the second half, Cassidy added a third when Harry Bedford's cross for Taylor Asawondo to score. Evergreen rallied with two late goals, one from a penalty converted by Ollie Cripps and a goal from Chris Johns. St Joseph's, playing only their second league game of the season, made it two wins from two as they beat Abbott's Langley Club 3-0. They rode their luck early on when Abbott's missed a penalty, but they eventually ran out comfortable 3-0 winners thanks to a brace from Taylor Cobb and one from Samuel Tring. Forza Watford 
have a first win in the top flight as they beat 10-man FC Unicorn 6-1. The home side, missing the vast majority of its regular first team, scored their only goal thanks to a deflected effort from Callum O'Connor. The Forza goals came from Giuseppe Delgado, who struck a hat-trick, Braden Trigg with a double, and one for Daniel Grace. In Division 1, the only Division 1 fixture saw Batchworth lose for a fourth time as they went down 3-2 to a 3-2 defeat to CF Watford Continentals. Despite this defeat, and apart from the 5-0 home defeat to the cross, all the Batchworth defeats have been by a single goal. Amir Khan gave the home side an early lead with a long-range effort before Joe Baloney doubled the lead. Alex Hollis slotted home a penalty to reduce their rears, but once again they were made to pay for poor, 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 poor defending, sorry, def- allowing Alex Bushnell to score. In the second half, Batchworth had the better of the play and pulled the goal back when Lloyd Milkenen crossed for Dylan Rose to head in. In Division 2, Leaders over at Rovers dropped their first points as they were held to a 2-2 draw by Francis George. Sam Waller got them off to a great start after good play from Michael Dankwa, but a deflected free kick from Sam Duff drew George level. A second-half penalty by Dujon Dussaglanti put the home side back in front, but a late goal from Brett Beaumont following a long throw saw Francis George earn a point. Watford Youth Sports had their first win as they beat Abbott's Wanderers 3-1. They went ahead when a good passing move allowed Louis Muncy to slot past the oncoming keeper. A second soon followed when a push in the area on Gabriel Wright saw Oliver Frost confer the resulting penalty. Early in the second half, Abbotts pulled a goal back through Matthew Zanders, but it was Sports who sealed the win when following a swift passing move on the counter-attack, which allowed Oliver Frost to score his second of the game. St Joseph's reserves are in third place as they made it seven points from a possible nine with a 4-2 win over West Hearts. Mitchell Teal with a double and Robbie Tocker and Harry Murray also on target for St. Joe's reserves and Roscoe Tebbs scoring both of the West Hearts goals. Inter beat Hertfordshire Athletic 3-2. Gabriel Banarensu, Vinison Vasuthakama and Alex Nottage with the Inter goals with Evan King and Henry Gibble replying for Hertfordshire Athletic. Nelson Gomez and Fergus Jimison scored for Sparta Phoenix as they beat Dunbar 2-1, with Shima Donner netting the Dunbar bar reply. In Division 3, Woodside Reserves looked like the team to beat as they made it four wins from four as they beat Brickywood Acorns 4-1. Andre Frederico scored twice, with goals from Alex Four and Josh Tao, then with Taylor Pope netting the Acorns' consolation goal. Abbott's Athletic are in second place as they beat Mill Hill Village 4-2. Max Lacey, Leon Power, Ben Veal and Blake Parker with the goals for Abbott's, with Harley Fonte and Marcus Aitken replying. FC Railway had a straightforward 4-1 win over Shawley Wood. Nathan Tannen, Tom Coleman, James Barnett and Danny Wallace netting, with Keith McAspen replying for the home side. Shawley Wood Club, AFC, the Everett Rovers reserves by the same scoreline. Catalin Piritacci with a brace and goals from Jordan Allen and Joe Burzings. Leo Broom scoring a single effort for Everett. Finally, 
Joe Rock, Peter Rock and Paddy Moran scored for AFC Watford as they beat PTH United 3-1. Alex Dean replied with the single PTH goal. That's it for this week's podcast and we'll be back with you next week with all the results and reports from the games played on the 8th of October. So that is it, the end of another show. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, the Grassroots Graphics and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show and I'll see you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.